Hello. What's good? What's good? Y'all and y'all yeah. are listening to Her Radio. Radio, where we are hearing everyone and realizing differences while also creating a child. What is it? What is it? Creating a what? A who? Creating a safe space for the black and queer people on it. Who's gonna say creating a creating a black? It's okay. We, we gonna get it. It's the first episode. But y'all, welcome. I'm that's Kyran, and that is my good son, that boy Dave. And y'all heard it. We are yeah. now. So it is the first episode, and it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming. Let's get it to it, honey. So what's been going on with you this week? Before we get started, what you been doing? Child, a lot of shit been going on with me this week, honey. What's Stress <laughs> is a bitch. She's a female dog on all four legs. If she oh, never had oh, honey. I don't recommend her to my worst enemy. I know, I know that's right. Okay. Mm-mm. I know that's right. What about you, Miss Good Girl? So this week has been a week. Um, it's been a lot of highs and it's been a lot of lows. But we we we're here. And yes. So let's hop into our first segment. So the first segment of our show is young and getting it because as y'all know i'm 19 day we're not gonna disclose his age because his age <laughs> don't want to be disclosed but we are both young and we both just getting it so this segment of the show is really to like just broadcast an emotion that we've been going through this week what we've really been going through and what really got mm-hmm. us through this week so day what is your emotion of the week i would say tired i'm really tired i feel you so what's been getting you through this tired stage of this week like what's what got you through this week because you was tired yeah her name starts with the h and ends with the y (laughs) hennessy (laughs) you know what don't listen to no i'm like i thought he was been i was like hungry you've been hungry like the, oh, the you got, look my motto for the past year and a half has been a shot a day keeps the bullshit away oh well y'all heard it from little baby alcoholic himself miss <laughs> <laughs> aa me the honey okay mm-hmm. so this week my um emotion my emotion was what was my emotion i just said it too my emotion was it, i had a lot of emotions this week but the emotion that i say was the most was just defeated um i felt defeated y'all i felt defeated and work not at my job now but like just thinking about like my future thinking about like oh my god y'all like I really feel like I'm old it's dirt and I don't have no time to do nothing but in actuality I'm 19 and I'm getting it but it's just like I feel like I was defeated this because I was thinking like oh my god like I didn't miss out on a lot of things but I'm like you know what I have a whole lot of more years ahead of me if God allows so let me do the things that I do so let me tell you what got me through okay because other than um, Miss Day, I I read the Bible. Well, they read his. I don't know if they be his word, but I be in my word. So this is what got me through, y'all. The Bible. This Bible verse got me through this week. It was Proverbs two and seven. He holds success in the store of the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in blameless. And I'm like, you know what? 
Lord, hold me in success. And I'm going to just walk upright and blamelessly. And I'm going to just do what I need to do for the people, child. So we just young and getting it, y'all. And this is, this is just us. So what's the next segment, Day? The next segment is, let's talk about Anna. Talk about it. This segment, we will be talking about hot topics this week. What's been going on? What's the gossip? What's the latest? What's the latest thing? Mm-hmm. And we really see, do we really want to talk about it? Or do we not want to talk about it? Okay. So what's the first topic of the day? All right. The first topic, Miss Bra, is so this lady on TikTok, mm-hmm. she's been talking about her son. Basically, like she's treating him like he's a um prisoner. Oh, okay. Wow. So this is what the people had to say, child. Let's get into this. What? Now she treating the people like a... So she said that there's this 10-year-old... There's this lady on TikTok who refers to her 10-year-old son as an inmate because he has behavioral issues. He's 10. What a 10-year-old... What 10-year-old doesn't? Ooh, I feel a little dumb. <laughs> he throws away food he likes, makes him sleep with his matches on the floor, is emotionally abusive towards him. We gonna talk about it. We gonna talk about it. Boom. Yo, two minutes start now. Let's go. Ciao. So, I just don't think a lot of people need to be parents. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Why would you make your child sleep on the floor? I don't care if it's a mattress, baby. That's still the floor. Uh-huh. Throwing away his food. We need to call CPS on this lady. She is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does to be on TikTok. Oh no. <laughs> Emotionally, that's what parents don't understand. When you become a parent, not it's not only physical abuse, but it's also mental and emotional abuse. And I dealt with that before, still to this day, you know. But he's 10. He just learned how to pee in the toilet. Girl, well, that was your two minutes. And day, y'all heard what he had to say for the people. Okay, mm-hmm. this is what I have to say, and I do agree with day. Some of y'all really don't need to be parents, but what really like when when we were like we talk about these things before we get on here, like what really like upset at me was the fact of like the school to prison pipeline like this literally this that's the first thing that popped in my mind was just like you are preparing your child to go to jail and y'all know that black people especially black men disproportionately go to jail more than white men white women we know these things like black men black people in this country have a disadvantage we are born Mm -hmm. with this disadvantage like we we're born with it so the fact that you are treating him differently because of behavior issues one you need to go to therapy two you need to take your son to therapy because obviously this sounds like a cry for help that's what it really sounds like to me so you need to be locked under the jail with olivia pope's mama if you watch scandal you know what i'm talking about you need to be locked up up under the jail with olivia pope's mama because you are sick Mm -hmm. next topic Let's get into it, chess. So the next topic on the list is Miss Bobby Light Tiny and Miss Roland Ray. Child. We gonna talk about it or not? 
No. <laughs> like, no. No. Next. No. no. All right, child. The next topic is Miss R. Kelly, honey. What's what's going what's going on with Kales? What, what's what's it says, y'all agree. R. Kelly's three Grammys have not been revoked after critics called for the removal following his guilty verdict. Mm. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Your two okay. minutes start now. All right, you guys. I just want to say a lot of people are not going to be happy with my response. Uh-huh. You, know, okay. you have to separate Robert and R. Kelly. Those are two totally different people. Robert did all his infidelities and things like that. R. Kelly, he was just a music icon. I don't think his Grammys need to be revoked. What's that going to do? He's still in jail. What is that going to do? People, what is that going to do? I'm done, sis. Okay. Okay, well, <clears throat> this is her radio, y'all. We are hearing everyone and realizing differences, definitely. <laughs> um, unlike Day, I do not agree with that. Um, sometimes we do separate, we do need to separate the artists and the music. But mm-hmm. in Kel's case, his music is heavily influenced with his personal life. Right. My mind is telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. You're talking about this 12-year-old girl, and you know it. You're a sick bastard, and you need to be with Olivia Pope's mama under the jail, too. But, yes. Now, do I think his Grammys need to be revoked? No. Because, one, to me, I don't feel like that's going to do anything. You take his Grammys away, like, yeah. You snatched them away. I don't think y'all need to take his Grammys. Like, I personally don't think y'all need to take his Grammys. I don't think that's going to do anything. But... Like, y'all took his music, like, taking his music off, like, they don't suggest his music anymore on, like, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, Apple Podcasts. Apple, like, Apple Music, they don't do that anymore. Now, I do agree with that. Like, okay, we're not, because his music is heavily influenced with his personal issues, problems, his day-to-day life. But taking his Grammys away, child, them, you, you know, he he got bigger fish to fry, basically, is what I'm saying. He's not going to do anything. He's already in jail. And that's, that's my, that's my thing. It's just like, he's not like his, like I said, he has bigger fish to fry. Them Grammys is the last thing on his That's mind. what I'm like. Them Grammys is the last thing he needs to be worried about. He needs to be worried about it. Cause they place him on suicide watch. You know that, right? Yes. Yes. He, Kale, like I said, Kale's got more to deal with than taking some Grammys away. Hopefully he don't get tooted and booted up in jail. Child, you said that I mean. Two 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 five six one zero. <laughs> All right, honey, let's get to this next topic. Are we going to talk about it? Let's talk about that. All right. The next topic is this one was a little disturbing to me. Okay. And I just want to know what you guys want to think about it, you know? Okay, it says mother calls out ex-boyfriend for allegedly shoving three screws up her five-year five-year-old son's butt, causing health problems and trauma. The baby mama, which is FTN Bay underscore, she put on she basically uploaded the audio of her son confessing about like what 
he did. Y'all can go on the neighborhood talk, which we got this from Shade Room and her Instagram, which is still up. Y'all can go watch, listen to that audio. We're not going to display child, child, children's trauma on this podcast. But it says what you what you what she must say what what you're hearing is my five year old son Wesley crying to me about what my ex boyfriend OTF underscore duty low do you listen to him do you know who that is I know that was Karachi music I didn't yeah I didn't know who that was until this until this article came out David which is his name did to him for the last two months my son was pooping in his pants and it was so bad I had to put diapers back on him. October 1st, my son finally told me what had happened to him. I'm thankful to God because a lot of kids don't speak up because they they were scared, just like my son. I have been dealing with this for almost a month, and it's been the hardest thing I've ever had to do in my life. And I will not remain quiet, which she meant to say, for one more second. We talking about it? Let's talk about it. Talk about it. Go ahead, Dave. You guys, like I said, this really scared me. Like, what? I just want to know what went through his mind. That's human torture, screws. And then this lady, she trusted you while she was out on a trip to watch her son, which is not your son. Mm-hmm. And if you really look into it, his name starts with his um, Instagram name. It's OTF. We all know who runs OTF. Who wrote OTF? Durk. Tell me, child. Tell me. Only, Tell me that stands for only the family. That's Lil Dirk in them. Oh, 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 okay. So not only are you shining light on yourself, but this is also going to be backlash to the rest of them because it's like what? one monster. What what you what the rest of you niggas doing? What? Not what the rest of you niggas. What the rest of you niggas doing? But this is very like sick, and he needs to be yeah, locked yeah. up under the ground. With Olivia Pope Mama? with her mama and I really feel bad for the mom because like you know people might say she's trying to use this for clout or something but she's really trying to spread awareness about these boyfriends who be around these women's children and this happens every day yeah it's really go ahead sis when I I read this y'all because I was the one that actually sent it today to talk about it. Um, when I read this, I was really disturbed. I'm like, wow. But here are the two things that pissed me off, okay? First thing, I, I understand when you have relationships with people, whether it's platonic, friendships, like you are dating, you must have this relationship with a condom on. That is like metaphorically speaking like you need to have a relationship every relationship you go in you need to have a condom on Mm -hmm. because it's like sometimes we really like people and we like let our guard and our trust down so much it's just like and then that is when calamity mayhem foolishness and chaos happens so I think what pissed me off is just like dang like she really trusted this man with her children you really trusted your this man with your children and look what he did um allegedly look what he did or yeah because it's still allegedly in the air but um the second thing that pissed me off which made me was like him and his lawyer went live on instagram now if you know anything about the legal system why the hell is your lawyer going live 
with you on Instagram, okay? That is just a big no-no. Baby, you're supposed to handle that in court, in the court of the law, under one nation, with the invisible liberty and justice for all. You're not supposed to take that to Instagram live. And his his lawyer was on Instagram. She just yapping and talking. She's like, yes, we're he didn't do any of this. And we're going to move forward, blah, blah. Like, this is not Instagram live. I don't know if this was supposed to be a press statement for them. But it was just mm-hmm. like, no. And that's what really made me was just like, because soon as this story came out, I think like 24 hours, 48 hours later, him and the, him and the lawyer, I, I it's probably, it couldn't even be 48 hours. It had to be almost 24 hours later, no more than 24 hours later. Him and the lawyer are on live talking about it. You need a new lawyer. If you didn't do this, sir, OTF duty low with your nasty ass. If you didn't do this, then you need a new lawyer because whatever your lawyer was, she ain't giving what's was supposed to be gay. They motherfucking slid her bar test up <laughs> under the gates, bitch. No, nah, she barely passed the bar. On no Instagram. She passed the bar by one point. That's what she did. Ain't no real lawyer getting on Instagram live. Live and talking about your case. That's how these hoes be incriminating themselves. Selves. Come on now. Next, well, I, y'all, next topic day. Next, <laughs> next topic. Let's get into the next thing before I hurt his feelings. Come on now, for for the OTF, for the hood rats, come after it. Ooh, child. Go ahead. Just next topic. Child, the next topic on our list. Sorry, you guys, a little technical. The technical difficulties. It's all right now. Sure. Whoa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. The next topic on our list, Ms. Graff. Is the sorority sisters getting in it? The pink and green girls. It says sorority matters. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated says Insecure was not authorized to use their brand without permission. Now I'm not about to read that from the pink and green girls. Um that from the AKAs. I'm not about to read all of that. Basically, they said that they didn't give them permission for Amanda Seals to wear not amanda seals tiffany to wear the uh um, yes. the letters um talk because they have my bitch amanda it. fucked up we gonna let's talk about it day go ahead two minutes start now let's go let's hit it they okay look <laughs> they have my bitch amanda fucked up they did oh they gotta watch what i say child you know the meeting yesterday we talked about this so First of all, I understand that this is you guys' brand. Yeah. And, you know, every everybody nowadays, they want that check when their brand is being used, which I totally understand it because if I heard a bitch say her radio without a check being cut, we're going to have a problem. But at the same time, this is a public sorority. Mm-hmm. And then it was the backlash of my girl Amanda when it wasn't Amanda. It was Tiffany. Let's not get Miss Amanda and Tiff mixed up. Ting, 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 like ting, my ting. girl said, it was for a character on a show I was acting. Don't come under her comments bashing her. She got paid. <laughs> Did you AKAs? <laughs> okay. That's all I got to say. All right. I'm going to say one thing, one thing only. Amanda was at work. 
she was at work. Mm-hmm. Second, she does not have control of a wardrobe and costume. Three, if somebody told y'all to dress up as an AKA for a check, because y'all know HBO cut Issa and them a check, okay? Y'all was shucking job y'all way up to HB, HBO Studios, and y'all will... Yeah, I, I'm not... Y'all would do that too. But what I'm saying is Amanda was at work. It's not Amanda. It's Tiffany, fictional character on the show. Next topic. Simple as that. Period. No tampon. Guys, the next topic is Miss Facebook, honey. Facebook? What's going on with Facebook? Facebook girls. What's going on with Facebook? Child, they trying to change their name. We're not gonna talk, we're not gonna talk next. We're not gonna talk about that. Matter, Mita, Mita, get up in this house, Mita. Child, it looked like they changing their logo and everything. What's look at the lady with the bob? Look how she looks. She's like, what's going on up in here? She's like, what's going on up in here? What's this? Next, we ain't gonna talk about this. Zuck, you got Zuckerberg, you got a lot more fried fish than than Mita. Meta Mita, Mita Mita Mita. Meta Mita Mita. Child, you guys, that concludes this episode. Um, not this episode, child. This segment of talk about it, honey. Like, dang, we done already. <laughs> like, they like, what happened to the girls? <laughs> we are now. But okay, so let's get into our first topic. Um, this really, this topic is just like, ugh. But we're going to talk about homophobia in the Black community mm. and how it runs rampant. And our source is La Bussy Badass. I mean, La Bussy Badass. What did he say? Put, put, put the tweet on the screen for the people. What, what did he fix his thumbs to tweet? We all know Miss La Bussy and Uh, Miss Lanas X been going at it for some time. Okay, so before we read this, this is the background. Little Nas X was on Instagram Live, and he jokingly said that me and Lil Boosie got a song coming out. Trolling as Little Nas X does. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then Lil Boosie goes to the Twitter because he can't go to Instagram, y'all, because y'all know his page is blocked. So put your pussy lips on live. I get you a thousand dollars. So he tweets this. Stop trolling me, faggot. LOL. You a whole bitch playing with a gangster. Shaking my head. You keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass in peace. And you hate yourself. Hashtag you hate yourself. I would too if I was you. LOL. Lun. Well, I think he said, I may say Lun Nas X. He was so angry. He was messing up. If you commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. The audacity. The audacity of some of these cis head men. Now, mm-hmm. do I think Little Boosie is a, is a cis man? Yes. Do I think he's heterosexual? No. Talk about it. I don't, I don't know what it is. Okay. Here we go. Homophobia is a direct 
is linked direct to slavery. Mm-hmm. We about, let's we about to get y'all this history, okay? Sit back, pop your legs up. It's history lesson time, okay? So back in slavery, the slave days, um, when there was too much male testosterone bubbling up in these men, and they felt buck to um, you know, basically rebel against the slave masters, they would they would rebel. And so when they would have all this testosterone, like, no, we we done with this. We 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 free, we free, they finna fight. Massa and them idea was to break their buck. Okay, now a buck is like a wild male animal. Okay, y'all hear like buck go buck wild in the club. We going buck wild. So they would buck break them, essentially sodomizing the male slaves. Not only would they sodomize them with their own penises, but they would they would put other items upside the male anus of these male slaves. Okay, so when other slaves would get around, because one they would make you watch them break you, this man's buck, um, it, it it caused fear in them. Okay, it it, it was it was fear. It was a, it was a scare tactic. And so what they did was they was just like, you know what? That's a no. That's a no-no. That's a, that's a no-no space. Man's butt is a no-no space. And ever since then, they have looked at sodomy as something that is not good. Um, then as we go further down the line, you see things like this. Shaking my head. You keep sucking dick and getting fucked. How do you know this man is taking penis up his anus? How do you know this? This man could be a eunuch and don't even have sex. Talk about it. Like this is that that this is where homophobia comes from. And a lot of times, especially in the black community, it feels like when you're gay, you're demasculinized. I don't think I said that right, that word right. Demasculinized. You're basically you are not a man if you like other men. If you are sexually emotionally physically attracted to other men that makes you less of a man basically honey for all you slow bitch out there for, for, the, for the people that's if not you really gay and you a man you like a sister yeah basically and that's what and that's what they also like kind of see us as is just like oh you like other men you ain't you ain't you ain't no man and that's really not true because at the end of the day what makes you a man is your genetics Right. Now we're not now we're not getting into the territory now we're not getting to the territory of like trans and non-binary. We're not getting into that. But I feel like what also makes you a man is if you sit up here and say, say, hey, I'm a man. I am a man. I like to be a man. Okay. This is what I identify as. Thank you. Okay. I keep looking on here because my computer over here, y'all, and the tweet is over here. And I just keep looking at this mayhem and this foolishness that Lil Boosie tweeted. But also too. Um, Lil Boosie was the same one that had his 11-year-old son have sex with a stripper because he didn't want him to turn out gay. That's prostitution. You sold your child. Not only that, your child was sexually assaulted, first of all. By a grown-ass woman. He was sexually assaulted. She performed fellatio on your 11-year-old child. Your child is a victim. I'm surprised y'all ain't called CPS on him for that. But y'all know Lil Boosie has a lot of 
fans, people that stand behind him and his foolishness. So, mm-hmm. but um, what really didn't sit right with me, what, what, what did Big Frida say, friend? Y'all, so my girl Big Frida, she basically says she doesn't think that Little Boosie is homophobic. She just thinks he has a problem with Lil Nas X. But in his tweet, he says, stop trolling me, faggot. Like, what? You a whole bitch playing with a gangster. You keep sucking and taking dick and getting fucked in your ass. Like, what? I don't... Here's the... Big Frida is screaming, pick me. Mm. It's screaming like, pick me, pick me. <laughs> Everybody pick me because I... And also, too, it's probably because they're probably from the same hood. I was just thinking that, sis. I was like, they probably from the same hood, or they both they did all grow up in New Orleans, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, shout so, out to Nola. Shout out to Nola. But um, they all did grow up in New Orleans together. So, but it's just like, and then two, Lil Boosie music and Big Freedom music are totally different. Lil, um, Lil Boosie makes like gangster rap, like I pull up in the club, beat, I beat. like he makes that music, like you know, mm-hmm. and then. Big freedom here. Like their music is totally different. So I don't know why you want to be a pick me. But it's just like he's homophobic. He has said it in his own words. He's put it in his actions. This this is what he does. You know, it's the six-letter word, that faggot word. Yeah. That really just takes me out every time. Like for a person to fix their lips and cause a person that yeah like you you have the audacity to say it and my thing is too go ahead say what you gotta say and then he's so fucking dumb that's not even the meaning of what he's trying to use that word in that context if you fucking knew what the word meant what is a faggot friend a cigarette (laughs) you just call Lil Nas X a cigarette it's a, it's a cigarette. Stop yeah. trolling me, cigarette. <laughs> Wait, Siri. What's the definition? She. What's the definition of faggot? Oh, she got the American term. She got the that's American not what term. it means overseas. That's basically what it means. That, but also too. Y'all, y'all black people in the community, y'all know, y'all know that's a trigger word. Y'all say that word to get people upset. The same way white people say nigga and nigger to get us upset because they know that's a trigger word. They know if me and you are going back and forth in a, in a verbal altercation, the first thing you do to say to piss me off is faggot. You know, you know since they can't read us. They know that. Uh, that's what it is too. They know that one thing about us, especially, I don't know about all gay black men, but I can speak for me and Day. Me mm-hmm. and Day, growing up, well, I'm going to speak for myself. Growing up, I have four siblings. Three of them are men. Three of them are, I grew up with three boys, okay? Um, my oldest, the oldest one, he's white. We're 12 years apart. So he, I didn't really get into it. Like, I, me and him had a good relationship growing up. But, like, my youngest brother and, like, my stepbrother, they used to try to, like, play with me like they would try to like talk about me they would try to like say things about me so growing up 
it's a lot of gay black men and gay black women we learned that when you go low we go to hell Let's talk about it I forget the moral compass like we had to learn how to like really like if Keep that's if, if if you realize that especially a lot of gay black men we like like we we just like when you come at us we just spit them out like we just we it's so quick, quick with it. it's so off the dome it's like it's like yeah it's like boom 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 like you can and say it, well i'm gonna talk okay so i was talking to this guy y'all right and he said i thought he said i look like a muppet okay he i basically <laughs> he said this he, he called you a muppet <laughs> you said what he called you a Muppet? No, he didn't call me a Muppet. He said my hair looks like one of the Muppet characters, right? Anti-black. Okay. You, no, he's, he was black, though. Whitewashed. <laughs> but he said my hair looked like the Muppet character, y'all. And when I tell y'all I went so hard on him, I was like, I told him, I said, you look like a bass hound and a buffle guppy had a baby together. <laughs> I said... I was like, you trying to install my looks? I said, you need to go look in the mirror with your flawed ass. I was going so hard. And then after he was just like, whoa, 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 like, dang, like, you going to, like, dang, that's not really how you feel. You going hard right now. When I sat back and thought about it, I was like, uh, it brought me back to a place in my childhood where I feel like where people would try me and I would just like, okay, you trying me? I'm about to hit you. I'm about to go so hard on you. I'm about to make you cry. And that used to be my my objective when I was little. Like, when people used to talk about me, I was like, you know, I'm about to talk about you so bad, I'm about to make you cry. And, like, nine times out of ten, it did work. And, but, yes, us being gay Black men, we have had to learn all this, this dust. We <laughs> have learned how to basically be scrappy with our words and, like, our comebacks. So that's why when y'all be going back and forth with us and we hitting y'all with the facts and y'all be asking for the business and we give you the business, faggot, that's the first thing y'all say. Especially with black black women too, they be doing that too, which y'all all gay ass, oh faggot ass nigga, blah, blah. But we was just friends last week since, what's going on? Yes, I, I literally been through that in high school. Like, you cool with some girls, these your home girls, these your girls, these your friends. And then y'all get into one little, it, it, it don't be nothing major. It'd be like the littlest fat. And then that F word roll right off the song. Girl, but they love us as they best friends, stylists, hairstylists. But as soon as we agreement. Is he gay? I heard about yeah, Sunshine. You want, you want the tea. I but heard you want to call me. Tell me about him. I'm not telling you about him. I ain't telling you dilly squat. So homophobia in the black community is a major thing and y'all need to check yourselves check your privilege at the door check your your heterosexual privilege at the door okay because at the end of the day when it come down to it especially when it comes to cishet black men they love to come at us like our us gay black men would try with so much smoke one because they're not comfortable with themselves not saying that they want to be gay but it's just like certain things in society they just can't do. Like, for instance. Because they think everything's so gay. Yeah, like they can't. Like one would be, it's just like, like you see on TikTok when dudes always like trying to dress up as like women. And they be like, mm-hmm. girls be like, no. Like, like I'm going to give you an example. The little, the little, like, she acting like she want to spank it. Bad little, been like basic. Give me that. <laughs> Whatever that TikTok song is. But like I see so many dudes that be like, 
This how y'all girls look when y'all dance and they have a t-shirt on their head and they just want to do that. Like, just say you want to do the dance. Just say yeah. that you want to do the dance. Like, it's okay. Dancing does not make you gay. Getting your nails. And I'm about to say this for y'all today too. Dancing does not make you gay. It does not. Getting your Peter, nails. Red, none of that. That does not make you gay. Getting your nails done does not make you gay. Wanting to smell good does not make you gay. Grabbing a rag, putting soap on the rag, lathering it up and get it between your butt cheeks does not make you gay. That is the biggest thing in a black male community. It's a, I ain't washing my ass, that shit gay. Like what? You walk around here with these dingleberries? <laughs> Running around smelling like last week, dookie. <laughs> like only thing that makes you gay if is if you are sexually and emotionally attracted to other men mm-hmm. also too black men it's okay to experiment it's okay to be like, oh do i want to try this i don't know do i want to try it no and we know y'all think about it and you think because that's what people do like we are we are people people wonder we are wondrous people yeah. we think we we explore like it's nothing wrong with like seeing oh you dipping your toe in the male pile oh that ain't for me that's that does not make you gay so there is this double standard when it comes to like women can experiment men can't but y'all but no what go ahead day but you know they have that standard on the other side too where girls can be can't be hoes and boys can what you mean girls can't be can't be hoes you know how when they say if a girl got more than three bodies, she for everybody. But Jeremy from down the street got 15. Wait. Oh, wait. You said women can't. Oh, can be hoes. Can't be hoes. Oh, I, okay. I think I kind of get you. Oh, basically saying that some of these niggas be more ran through than women. Yeah, for sure. They do. They be more ran through than women. The front and the back. You niggas is ran through. Mm-hmm. Not the fr- <laughs> Yeah, sip on that with sis. Wow. But it's just like that's where homophobia stems from. That is where it comes from. And y'all need, need help. Man to commit suicide. That's not a joke. And then it's just like, yeah, and then like you tell them to commit suicide. Like, what? Really? You really don't understand us as black gay men. We already have a lot on our mental. And a lot of people take their lives because they can't handle it. Mm -hmm. You don't know if this man, he's trolling, but you don't know if he's going to take that serious commit suicide. People just need to be mindful of the things that come out of them rabbit ass mouths. Yeah, because you don't think you're hurting somebody, but you can be hurting somebody. Right. And this is coming from the bell of the ball with the clapbacks. This is coming from Kyron. I always got a clapback at you. You, you go low. I go to hell Morgan. This is coming from me that Mm -hmm. sometimes there needs to be a line and I have a line. I even have a line crazy to say enough. I have a line. And sometimes I just don't cross certain lines because I just don't because I want to be able to sleep 
with the fan on medium at night. I don't need to, I never forget one time I got into it with somebody at work <clears throat> and I told them to go burn in eternal hell. And no, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was a white person. It was this Caucasian, it was a white person. And he, she, it was actually, she was actually transitioning into being a woman. And me and her just did not get along. And if you worked at my old job, you listen to this, y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And she was just so like rude and nasty and like mean. And so one day we was at work and we finally got into it. And so y'all know I'm Kyron got a clap back Morgan. So then I guess sis was just like, dang, like you ain't have to go that hard on me. So she was like, you know what? Like that's really messed up. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna commit suicide. Me still being in like the heat of the moment, being in anger, my retort was, okay, go burn in eternal hell then. And I remember after I got into it with her, my friend Malachi, we had talked about it. He was just like, you know, and I told him I was like, you know what, I didn't have to say everything that I had to say. Even though this girl pisses me off to the uttermost. And what really made me mad was the fact of, was the fact is, is that like her behavior in the workplace was being excused. It wasn't just me that was coming to the higher ups with complaints. It was like almost everybody on the staff was like basically allowing her behavior. And I think that day was just like, I was so fed up because it's like, I've expressed to my managers, my bosses countless of times, how much she tries me, how much she's trying it. She's trying me. She's trying the world. She's trying everybody up in here and y'all not doing nothing about it. And that was just like, I let her have it. And I remember talking to my friend Malachi. He was just like, you know what? Um, I understand people do get you upset. People do come at you, but sometimes we have to have a moral compass as Malachi says we gotta have a we gotta have a moral compass and we don't you don't want that on your conscience and Lil Boosie coming from somebody that told somebody to go I didn't tell the girl to go commit suicide I told her to go burn in eternal hell but coming from somebody who has told somebody that and that night y'all I couldn't sleep I couldn't sleep with the fan on medium that night because it was just on my conscience that I really just told somebody to go burn in eternal hell that was like was like wow like but you know also the girls also like to throw out i'm gonna commit suicide just to make you feel uncomfortable they do and that's why it's just like you know what i'm not even gonna engage with you no more because people do try to make you feel bad like they gonna try to they gonna try to it so that's why i'm just like you know what i'm not even gonna engage but Labusi, obviously, a lot of black men don't know how to control their anger, nor do they know how to control their um, emotions. So they act mm-hmm. in rage. And so, this man, I believe in a girl called Karma. Yeah, she's in his neighborhood. Was she down the street around the corner? I had I heard from a little bird. What you hear? She got the low. She about to knock on the door. Okay. Y'all know little Nas X that he was heated. He went, he was like, nigga, you were you a gangster. Nigga, and his brother. And he was his his day said, nigga, you ain't a real gangster like me. I said, well. 
Well, his daddy speaking out, child. I said his daddy was heated, y'all. His his daddy was just like, "Don't let me catch you, because if I catch you." But then, to I don't know. I think little little Boosie mad. I think he's mad because a, a, another black man who is gay is doing better than him. But why but, only target Miss Nas? What about right. Miss Saucy? Well, Saucy and Nas are not. Well, well, Nas is on the billboards. He's charting. Right, right, right. Saucy and Saucy and Boosie, they're not on the same level. Not saying that Saucy's beneath Boosie. Not saying that whatsoever. Because Saucy has had more hits than Boosie. We got Walk, Walk Him Like a Dog, Let Me See You Walk, Walk. We got, I want Chanel Nine Boots. All these niggas say they jacking because they know I'm the truth. But like, um, yes. But no, um, I I think Lil Boosie is upset because the another another black man who is gay is doing better than him, and he's hurt because Boosie been in the game for a minute, and, and the minute he's been just in need the, to give it up. He's been in the game my whole life. I I y'all been strolling to um B O O B O O. What's that? S I E B A D A Z Z. That's me. What's it? wipe me down? I was trying to think of the name of the song. <laughs> Y'all been struggling to wipe me down since I think what O two since I was born. Ooh, not in terms of y'all been struggling. Y'all been struggling um for a minute. I was just about to say he probably think he's still relevant because you know that's the HBCU and that is like that's that song never going out of style. I twenty years mm-hmm. from now they probably still gonna be struggling to wipe me down. But it's just like I think that's feel. I feel like he kind of upset because like that song and he got some other songs that's like really his call to fame. Like these are just really his songs that he just be like okay. But like little little Nas and I think also too little Nas he played the game. He did because he came in. We came in. He did the old time role. He was he was talking about the kids. Okay, so I think he was upset because his kids was probably listening. I'm gonna take my horse to the old time road. I'm gonna ride. That I can't no more. And then he came out with the I wanna fuck on your body in Hawaii. I wanna fuck on the shoot I get on Hawaii. I need I think see, little Nas was smart. He was smart. He played the game right. He didn't whoever is on his team, brilliant. Yeah, because he came out like halfway through his like career. Because it was old time road. He did like 50 remixes with like 50 legends on Old Town Road. Mm-hmm. He got coin. He got to the bag, the money, the coin. And then he came out and then he started making the music he really wanted to make. And I think that's what made Lil Boosie upset is because his kids were singing Old Town Road and now Lil Nas is talking. But see, if you really think about it, Nas didn't do anything wrong. He never confirmed his sexuality with Old Town Road until after. After, right. He never said he was gay or straight when Old Town Road was popping. Nope, because everybody was too focused on Old Town Road. And then it started to come out like, oh, he used to be a Nicki Minaj fan. Oh, I heard he gay, blah, blah. And then he finally was just like, you know what? Let Walk me it. Me, I got let my me money, mixes, And then I'm going to give y'all what y'all want. <laughs> he ate that with the 50,000 remixes. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Boosie, I don't know. Boosie, you need help. Go to therapy. You and them 511 children. Ain't nothing right. wrong with the kids. The kids ain't doing nothing wrong. But you're gonna be, you're basically y'all. Ugh, you n- next topic because this is gonna make my head hurt. 
Mm. Let's just say closing remarks. Call CPS on Boosie. And Karma is about to deliver your package in like the next four to six business days. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's next for the people? The next topic on the hit list, honey. Hit list. All right, we have a question, you guys. Okay, I actually posed this question. I seen this on Twitter, and y'all was going crazy. The people was going on going crazy on Twitter, and so I couldn't find the tweet that I saw. But I was like, you know, we're gonna talk about this. So go ahead. All right, the question is. Did you hear I love you growing up? That's a good question. Did you hear I love you growing up, Day? Um, not like. Okay, question. Not if I didn't say it first. Okay, so you didn't hear it every day? No. Okay, so I'm opposite. Um, I did hear it every day. From my mom, at least I heard it every day. Um, my dad, he's very like emotionless. So he would say it, but he would say, love you. The love you and I love you to me are two different things. They are. So he'd be like, love you, son. But he did say, love you, son. But I don't know. But I did growing up, I was raised around a lot of love. Especially for my mom, my granny, and my godmom. I was raised with a lot of, in particular, I was raised with a lot of black women that loved me growing up. Um, shout out to the black women. Shout out to the black women because y'all are the backbones of the American family and mm-hmm. the black and the black culture, black family, everything. I did hear I love you growing up. My mom was very, growing up, she was very, wake up, good morning, say your affirmations. You are great. You are a king. You are successful. You are smart. You are kind. I love you. You love me. Um, But I would say that even that, even though that was good growing up, because children do need to hear that, I don't, I never felt like growing up, I was shorted of love. I can say that. But I feel like sometimes that kind of set me up for failure because everybody else around me loved me so much is that when I got into this real world, it's like, they don't love you. Don't, girl, they don't. These niggas don't love me. Now, let me say this. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I just got a cramp. <laughs> yeah, he love what you do for him. He <laughs> <laughs> you know I ain't doing none of that. What can y'all say? And I ain't yeah. having none of that. Okay, so go ahead. I didn't hear it every day, but I knew that I was loved. Okay. It was like so little history behind me, you guys. Mm-hmm. So my great grandma, it's like a family thing, generational curse type of thing. Okay. We don't say that, but our actions shows it. And, you know, I kind of want to break that sorry, generational curse Mm -hmm. family, you know, because I tell my siblings, oh, I love y'all. Make sure y'all say yada, yada, yada. But I never heard that. I am the older sibling on my mom's side. Okay. So I had to be the adult. 
basically to my younger siblings when she wasn't around. So I was the parent telling my kids, quotation marks, I love you. But I never heard that unless I said like, all right, mom, I'm finna go. Love you. See you later. Then it was, you know, all right, see you later, son. Love you too. Yada, yada, yada. But just to be like, you know, in the house chilling or maybe she might leave out and she just be like, all right, I'll be back, y'all. It wasn't, uh, I love you, you know. But you knew, I knew I was loved though. It's not like you didn't hear it, but you felt yeah. it. Exactly. And some people, and one thing I did learn is that some some people's love language is like, I would say acts of service. So, mm-hmm. and I noticed sometimes and I've seen, and, and a lot of people would say like, well, my mama, she, she put a roof over my head and she made sure I was clothed and fed. And that's how I knew I was loved, which I do get. But sometimes it's different from when you hear it. Yes. It's like, yes. And I'm sorry to break it to y'all, black people, especially black people, because y'all, y'all love the borders. Your mama's supposed to feed bathe clothe and put a roof over shelter you your parents are supposed to do that that's a non-giving that is like the bare that's the bare minimum actually Mm. yeah (laughs) but that's honestly true though people actually really think that food on the table a house clothes that's love no no that's the government they're in jail i don't think they want to be in jail Right, because if you were feeding me and I call the police, you'll be locked up and then you'll have a CPS case against you. Talk about it. If you had me living from pillow to pillow mm. in trap houses and I call mm. CPS, you would get in trouble. Mm. If I was going to school smelling like clap that ass times two. And the teacher asked me, baby, why you smell like that? You bathing at home. And I say, my mama don't bathe to me. They're going to call CPS. Yes. yes. So, with that being said, those are basic necessities. I'm, I'm sorry to break it to you. I'm sorry to break it down to y'all. Y'all probably, y'all mama probably thought of that y'all when y'all have an argument. Well, I make sure you... I make sure you got a roof over your head and food on your table. That's what you're supposed to do. Now, for 18 years, that's what now, now that's what they're supposed to do. Now, after you turn 18, whatever your parents do is on what they want to do because legally they right. don't have to do that anymore. But mm-hmm. from the age of soon as you pop out of your mama cooch to 18, that is what your mama's supposed to do. She well, at least she's supposed to. Supposed you know, to some do. of these, they don't. They always expecting somebody else to take care of their kids. Well, let not say, I'm not here to raise your kids. <laughs> but no, I did hear I love you growing up. But when I, it's funny, when I, I was like, I feel like if I ever decide to have children, because <clears throat> if you know me personally, you know children, that's like a tough, we're going to have that conversation on another episode on another, on, on a different day of this podcast. But mm-hmm. I would say like, I want to make sure that my children were raised in a loving environment. Like I was, you're supposed to change from your raising your kids and how your parents raised you. And if even you're doing the same, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. Say what you have to say. If you're doing the same thing, like your mom did to you, 
that's where those generational curses kick in and that's how they keep repeating themselves yeah and not saying that like and not saying like what your mom did or like what my mom did is like she didn't raise me bad or like she raised me bad and she didn't raise me good it's just saying like but my mom always tells me i want you to be better than me i want you to be better than me like my mom always makes that apparent like be better than me do this better than me like like when it comes to like school do this better than me work do this better than me like my parent my mom literally pushes me to be better than her now my dad i don't know i feel like he wants to be like top dog and he don't want nobody to be better than him but my mom encourages me and my mom and my granny and my godmom those three women in my life they have always encouraged me to be better than them so yes i have a level of expectation to meet you know for my granny close the Closing remarks. Love your kids. And tell them that you love them. Say, I love you. And yes. no love you, son. No L-U-V-U. Mm-mm, none of that. I love you. Use your grown adult vocabulary. I love you. You are loved. Yes, child. And not just throwing gifts in them child's faces thinking they love. Next, last topic, child. What's the last for the people? Child, it's the last already? It's the last already! It's the last already. It's the last already, child. What's the last topic for the people? Child, this is another sensitive topic, child. Mm-hmm. I forgot what this one is. This one? Uh, do I have a visual for this one? I'm trying to think what the last topic is. The one with the girl on the train? No, you don't have a visual for this one. Okay. You have an article. Press the link in the article. Press the link that in the in the doc. And we, yes. Okay. You want to explain to them why I'm clicking the link? You said what? You want to talk to them while I'm clicking the link? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm about to talk to y'all. So, in Philadelphia, it was this black woman she was being attacked on the train or the L, whatever you want to call it, public transportation, okay? First, they said she was, like, scuffling with the man. They were in, like, I guess, like, in the, like, like going back and forth um, physically. And then this man started snatching off her clothes and he raped her. But the sick part about it is, is that... As people are coming on and off the train, nobody's helping her. They're just looking at her. They just they they just walking by. They like okay, oh well, they fighting. Then when she's being raped, two people pull out their phone and record her being sexually violated. Yes, and this really was like it made me sick, y'all, because it was just like. Y'all, not y'all. I'm gonna say we because, yeah, I've never been in. I've never been in a situation like this where some crazy stuff has went down. Um, but we let it scream. Protect black women. Protect black people. Y'all, y'all, you, this, this, uh, y'all are performative, really, because 
y'all really sat there and watched that woman get beat up and raped instead of like at least and you didn't even have to go over there and like physically stop them but you could at least be like hey a distraction would have been nice like y'all but instead y'all just watched with y'all jaw dropped and so this is what it says on the night of october 13th a woman was raped on a com- on a commuter train yeah commuter train near philadelphia an attack that authorities says lasted several minutes and could have been stopped sooner had any of the other passengers on board called 911 instead what police says is a troubling sign of the state of society. No witness intervened. Some reportedly pointed their phones in the directions, in the direction of the unfolded assault. So you mean to tell me while all you people were getting on this train and this man was holding this lady for against her will, you just decided to sit there and record? Not even call the police, get the um, train driver attention, pull the emergency brake or something. Yeah, I just watched. Watch and record? Like, this was just like a Medea play happening in front of you. Like, you just like, this was just for like comedic relief. Like, this is something normal. That's not normal. No. That scares me that the world is getting to this point that this man had the audacity to rape this woman in broad daylight in front of several mm-hmm. people, passengers. Y'all didn't do nothing. And what I and here's like the category of nothing. Y'all did nothing. Y'all didn't distract. It y'all even says it in the article. Yeah, y'all didn't distract. Y'all didn't say, "Hey, stop." y'all didn't call the police at least people call the police yes as much as we don't like to call the police people call the in dire situations people call the damn police y'all didn't even call the police even hood niggas call the police even hood niggas call the police in certain situations they be like oh man man, I'm gonna call the police man y'all that's why I don't be saying fuck the police. Cause sometimes when the police is needed, the police is needed. Now we we're not gonna get into like, you know, we're not gonna talk about this now in this mm-hmm. episode about, you know, police brutality and you know, crooked cops mm. and you know, misappropriated funds in the police departments across the United States. We're not gonna talk about that now. But I'm saying is that certain situations like i said going back to labusi there's a line and y'all crossed that line y'all didn't even call the police y'all didn't distract y'all didn't even help and here's the other part about it is that like the people that recorded y'all 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 need to be locked up okay because i hopped in my lawyer bag i hopped Mm -hmm. in my pre-law bag and i was typing away and i was looking up stuff and i was like okay let me look up the consent law in the state of Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania has a two-party consent law. And the two-party consent law in public basically states that all parties involved in the recording needs to have consent. So yes, we had your consent because you recorded because your phone. 
but y'all didn't have the man's consent that was raping her, nor did y'all have the woman, the victim's consent to record. Right. And then to post it on social media? Then you posted it on social media. It's pornography. And then it's just like, y'all posted it on social media. Y'all didn't get nobody involved. So y'all basically uploaded this like, ha, 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 y'all, look what I seen today on the train. That's what y'all basically did. That's what y'all did. Instead of saying like, y'all, calling the police. Like, instead of one person saying, hey, I'm going to record. You call the police. You distract. Y'all said, well, Candy, if my business was a person, you said all what? Them. You said what? You said if my my business was a person, they the wasn't minding their business because if they was minding their business, they wouldn't have been recording the damn altercation that was going on and the attack and the assault. Mm. I just want to say we need to protect our women, our black women. She that. was 19, y'all. A baby. She was literally a minor two years ago. Me and her, me and sis are the same age. You women, when you guys go out, you gotta protect yourself. I don't care if it's mace, a taser, get them gun license. Let's just yeah, start. Yeah. Black women, y'all need to y'all need to learn how to carry. That's what y'all need to start yes. doing. Y'all really do Please. need to learn how to carry. For sh- when stuff like this go down. And we are answer to it in court. We will. And you know what? Take it all the way to trial. <laughs> Supreme Court. I'm don't even no. You get don't even plea out. You I'm t- I'm take it all the way. Take it all the way. Will you answer to it in court? Mm-hmm. And, no, but seriously. Yeah. We really have to protect our black women, our women in general, but black women. Yeah, heavy on the black. Mm-hmm. But because think about that. Like I got friends that's like nine. I have friends that are nineteen year old black women, and just to think, like if my home girl was on the L on a train, getting beat up and sexually assaulted, and nobody helped her, I would be livid. Right. But get my home girl of my cousin, or even sister. if I sister, or for the grown folk, your daughter, mm. and nobody helped, and they just sat and looked for whatever reason. That would have made me so doggone mad. That would have... And it's just like, what? Her and her family should sue the people who recorded. Oh, baby, they need to sue them and put them under the jail with Olivia Pope mama. Mm Mm-hmm. And the man... First, the man was homeless. He was sick. Now, I'm not making excuses for him because let me tell you something. Niggas gonna need. People gonna do... Sick people gonna do what sick people do. Right. I'm upset... I am upset with him. Don't get me wrong. But I'm upset with the people that didn't help. Because y'all didn't protect this, 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 y'all didn't protect this woman. As a society, we have to get better. Yes. And I don't know if it's COVID that y'all be scared. Because on this article, they were talking about how like COVID has made people like icky. Like they don't want to be around people they don't want to talk to people they don't want to get too close that like basically our whole you riding a public train it's yeah. close enough but they're they not were cleaning that every ride basically they saying it's just like but no the, not like personal space but like socially like we've become a socially awkward generation because of covid which is true because over covid 
I did become very socially awkward and I had to learn how to like hop back in my social bag when I had to go back into the real world. Like, ugh, I was in the house for all these months not talking to nobody but my mom and my granny. And now I got to go deal with people. So, but it's just like work, COVID, COVID aside, like y'all need to have a moral compass. And Y'all need to moral compass. Y'all need to have y'all moral compass right here where y'all Apple Watches be at. And y'all need to use it. And I don't know if some, and then maybe, and then some people do be scared because it's just like, oh, like if I do say, hey, stop, he may turn around and beat you up. But it's just like, y'all, it's just like you you helping somebody else. And then my thing is, all the people that sat around and watched, y'all could have jumped this man and had a citizen's arrest. Like, Y'all can do that. Like, y'all can do that as citizens. Y'all can arrest somebody as a citizen. Um, also, there's no good Samaritan law. Like, there is no good Samaritan law. It's only, like, pertaining to, like, drugs. Like, you have an overdose. But, like, we, no. Um, there's no... Which is just, like, y'all gotta do better. Mm-hmm. And protect Black women. Well, I just say, let's just pray for this young lady. Yeah. Keep praying your prayers and your thoughts. I don't know. I don't care who you pray to. Buddha, Allah, the grass, the grub, the carpet, the sun, the moon, the crystals, the rocks. Y'all need to keep her in y'all prayers and y'all thoughts yes. and black women. And y'all need to basically pray protection over black women because they could be minding their business like her riding the L, doing what she needs to do, minding her business. And now she's sexually assaulted. And she was physically, uh, uh, like, physically messed up because somebody decided to be a sick a-hole and do this thing to her. And y'all also are sicker a-holes for watching her get this, watching this happen to her. So, yes. Well, you know what time it is? It's bum ba ba bum 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 time. Yes, honey. My favorite time of the show, honey. It's favorite time of the show. The bum. Hey, the bum. Hey, hey, hey. Let's get into the bum of the week. Okay. Explain to the people. Yes, you guys. Uh, if you guys were in our meeting yesterday, this just came out of nowhere. Yeah. But, honey, the bum of the week. I know you guys probably wanted, like, bum. Um, like, what y'all talking about? What's what's the bum? bum? Well, actually, bum is an acronym. Okay. And it stands for broke, ugly, and miserable. Mm-hmm. Now, you probably wonder why, like, damn. Broke, ugly, and miserable. Oh. That's fucked up. What? You know, they may not be all three. But no, they, they all three. Them. They exuded all three characteristics. That's why they're the bummer. Right. So, we both will choose a bum of the week. Yeah. It could be one person, a group of people, a place or a group of people. It could be the people on the train. All bums. All bums. Yeah. Okay. You want to go first, sir? 
I'm gonna let you go first. Who you nominating for the bum of the week? Actually, I have two bitches nominated for the bum of the week. Well, actually, one person in a group. No, actually, all three of them bitches. Let's just say it. All right. And the nominees. Okay. Miss <laughs> Bobby Lights, Miss Roland Ray, and Zeus Network. <laughs> you bitches had me fucked up. Okay. All you bitches are some bum, broke, and miserable bitches. You hoes couldn't cut the check for my bitch saucy. They couldn't cut. They could have. They when the budget requires when you the budget don't require the they budget didn't just fit cut the up. script. Cut the show. I didn't even what know does that Bobby and Roland Ray got. What is I, it? I didn't even know they had a problem until the trailer dropped. That's why I was like, I'm not right. And it looked like all fake scripted. Yeah, it gave very much script. But you know, Miss Bobby, she does that on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, Love and Hip Hop is heavily scripted. A lot of people that came out and said that. He said, so, he said, why you said that when I was burnt up? <laughs> and he he like, said, he said, get him, but they won't. <laughs> and Miss Roller Ray was serious. But they won't. He said, but they won't. He said, get him on my face. But they won't. Holes. He said, oh. Well, it was the driving around my bitch in the circle with the little rolling ray. Rolling ray gonna roll. Yes, he is. He gonna roll. He roll. He gonna roll. But then my bums. Go ahead, sir. My bum of the week is Boosie Badass. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. Talk about it. No. My bum is not Boosie Badass. Say by the bell. <laughs> he he gonna he gonna do some bum activity soon. Very much so. My bum is OTF duty. Mm. With your broke, ugly, miserable self allegedly sexually assaulting a, a child. But here's the thing: even if he didn't do it, the fact that that is even in the air about you is enough for me. Yes. Like, how did you even maneuver yourself to get in a position that this could even be blasted on Beyonce's internet about you? There's no coming back from this. Yeah, and that's why I'm just like, what? Who comes back from this? So that's and my not only, not only his cell, but he's bringing bringing down the whole OTF organization. Yes, because as not I'm look now as you said it. I didn't know who OTF was. I don't be getting into the the rap child because I like to preserve, I like to preserve my brain cells. The few that I have, I I'm thinking about like OTF in this mug. Yeah, like them people. I'm like this is what y'all stand for. Not this is what y'all stand for, but it's just like this is who y'all have on y'all payroll. Right. And not only that, the fans, all these fans out here getting that tattoo OTF. You're supporting a molester. And, yo, and one of your people is out here sexually, allegedly, sexually assaulting. Allegedly. Allegedly. I, we, I'm going to say allegedly because allegedly. That's what it is. It has not been confirmed. Allegedly sexually assaulting a five-year-old boy. Mm. This story isn't over, you guys. We're going to talk about this yeah. some more once we find confirmed. I got another bum. Who is it? 
the parents of R. Kelly's victims. Oh, oh, because they exude broke behavior. Yes, because here's my problem with that, and then we're gonna wrap this show on up. Y'all know that Kel, you everybody know that R. Kelly had money back in the day. Y'all know that. Mm-hmm. A lot of them, I don't want to say they let their kids go with them, let them go to um with R. Kelly, but a lot of them did know. And they felt like this was their ticket, they get out of the hood meal ticket. Like, okay, you about to go sing with R. Kelly. This is your get out of get out of the hood ticket. You about to go sing. And yes. And I really didn't like that because it's just like coming from I know how my mama is. Child, my mama wouldn't even my mom wouldn't my mama ain't let me put my mama didn't play that growing up. Okay. My mama didn't let me go with everybody. So the fact everybody she, or if she wasn't going, I wasn't going. No. My mom was very protective of like who she had around me. Example would be, because you never know, OTF mm-hmm. little duty. Right. You never know who be around your kids. Yeah, you may trust them wholeheartedly, but y'all never know what people's ulterior motives are. But those are my, those just popped in my head. Like, y'all, these parents, some of them knew, and they wanted, and they did it because they were so in a down, bad position. That was like, go be with R. Kelly, go make money so we can get out of the hood. And I'm, I'm gonna be real with y'all, I'm speaking from a place of privilege because I ain't never been broke a day in my life. Not saying it like that, but it's just like my parents have been, my parents have blessed me financially abundantly. So I don't know what it is to feel like, I don't know what it is to be like, oh my God, my mama ain't got no money. We eating mm-hmm. noodles tonight for dinner. Like, I don't know what that is. I'm, I don't know. So I, I'm probably, I am speaking, I, I can acknowledge that I am speaking from a place of privilege, but I do know that money will make, look what money make a bit do like money i wouldn't even say that's privileged that's just your parents doing what they needed to do but i would say it's privileged though because it's just like i like i I don't know what it feels like to struggle i don't know that's your fault which is not my fault which i say is this place of privilege because i've been privileged enough to been blessed with parents that have given me like a very charmed life so i don't know what it feels like to you know go make you know you got to go do what you got to go do for some money because it's always just been like granted to me but it's just like sometimes back to the line we got to have a line and no your kids is that line you can't cross that line you gotta know so maybe if y'all i don't know y'all those are those that's those two are my bums the, the victim parents and otf duty and we just gonna throw r kelly in there because now r kelly supposedly is broke because he been he ain't making get no money and he gotta go fund me up because the lawyer took the masters away child them lawyer fees yeah the masters is going them lawyer fees is racking up mm. they racking up he been he been fighting this for a minute now so and let me tell you something, when I get my law license and I'm going to have to defend somebody like R. Kelly, yeah, you're going to pay. 
you're going to pay. You're going to pay top damn dollar, okay? Get that check, son. You're going to have to pay me top dollar to defend your sick, twisted ass. You got to. There's no other way for me to put it. You got you to gotta pay top dollar because you know what I'm defending? Right. I'm standing... Be- First of all, you got to take an oath when you walk up in court, okay? You got to put your hand on the... Your hand on the Bible, and then you, 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 yes. So one, I'm taking an oath before the court of law and God. Mm-hmm. You want me to defend your sickness? Yes. Yeah, you're going. You're going to pay. And I need to know everything. You're going to yes. What's Olivia Pope's number one rule? <laughs> Do not lie. Ting 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 ting. Well, y'all, this concludes the episode of Herd Radio. And yeah. hopefully y'all have a spooky Halloween. Y'all be safe out there. Please be safe today because yes. it, it do go down on the 31st of October. Mm-hmm. But until next week, I holla. Yeah.